Hey mama, what do you think of when you hear the word success? Fame, status, and fortune? What about rocking your baby to sleep or coaching Little League? Advocating for your special needs child or mastering meal planning? Maybe going back to school or starting your own business? The truth is success looks different for us all and it may change depending on the season of life you're in. After finding myself in a dark place, I decided to set an example for my two boys by intentionally choosing what I wanted for my life and seeking it, even if it was scary. And now I'm so excited to bring you stories of other moms who are living out their version of success. I plan to ask these incredible women not only about their journeys, but how they are making it through the madness and the magic that we all know as motherhood. So, whether your assistant just brought you a hot espresso or you're rocking your baby on a third cup of reheated coffee, settle in and get ready for some goodness. I'm Shannon Carruthers, and this is the Successful Mama Podcast. Well, hey, Mama, and welcome to episode number 30. Um, I am super excited because last week, whenever I was looking at some of our statistics for the podcast, I realized that we had some listeners in Germany and Canada. And I mean, we've gotten listeners all over the world, but it always makes me excited to see different countries that pop up each week. So shout out to all of you that are listening from afar. You know, this podcast is recorded in North Alabama. We have a lot of guests from here that are local and we talk about local things sometimes, but for the most part, it is a pretty general podcast. It is meant for any mom who is listening wherever you are in the world. And I think that the fact that we have people that continue to show up and continuing to listen from elsewhere says that this message is needed no matter where you are. So thanks for listening. Again, shout out to Germany and Canada this week. Also, I wanted to say thank you for those of you that have left a review. You know, every time a new one pops up, it, it I just get so excited and I love reading your words and how much you enjoy the podcast, how much you enjoy the guests that we've had on. And I just want to ask you if you haven't left one yet, would you mind going to do that? Let me tell you why it matters. Because, you know, as people are scrolling through trying to decide what they want to listen to, oftentimes they go to those reviews. And you never know if there's a mom that is reading through those, she may need to hear something that we're sharing on the podcast. And if you are enjoying the things that you're hearing, if you're being inspired, and if you're learning and taking away things that you can apply to your life, my guess is that there's another mom out there that needs to hear that too. So I just want to encourage you, if you don't mind, I promise it doesn't take long, take a second, leave a review, say something, whatever you are appreciative about on this podcast, whatever you're enjoying, it would really mean a lot. So without further ado, let's get into episode 30, today's episode. Um, we're talking about morning routines and, you know, Experts tell us that we should do so many different things. In order to have the perfect, ideal morning routine, you should cold plunge, you should meditate, you should journal, you should go outside and ground yourself, you should go for a run and exercise, move your body, sweat some, you should do about a million things. And I don't know about you, but I mean, thinking about all of those things and trying to structure my morning like that sounds 
kind of ridiculous in motherhood. All of those practices individually sound great. And if you have the morning where you can do all of those things or at least structure it in a way where you get to choose that much of your morning, man, power to you, sister. But I think for most of us, you know, I'm speaking for the majority here is that we don't tend to have that kind of time and we don't have the privilege of being able to structure our morning in that way. Most mornings are chaotic. And when you add in trying to get kids ready to and get them out the door, especially when that includes like homework and lunches and all the things that come with school age kids. And don't get me started on toddlers and getting babies out the door. My goodness, that's like math for days trying to count backwards from the time you have to be somewhere to, you know, okay, if we're going to leave at this time, we need to have this much extra time to get shoes on everybody and this much extra time to get all the stuff to the car and this much extra time. Like there's so much math involved every time you're trying to leave because it's just like, it's a whole thing. So with all of that being said, a morning routine sounds kind of ridiculous, but I want to challenge you because I think that we can create morning routines that are intentional for who we are and what we need. And remember, just like self-care, we've talked about it before, self-care doesn't have to be big in order to be effective, neither do morning routines. You don't have to have a super structured, laid out routine in order for it to be helpful and to help you get your day started off right. So with that being said, I wanted to tell you really quickly about my story and what happened because you may have known if you've been around for a while you may know what my first habit was if you don't you can head back to episode five in the archives you can listen to that and hear the rest of my story but just to skip to the good part habit one was that I wanted to empty my coffee maker after I finished my last cup of coffee for the day. So I pour the cup of coffee, I go ahead and empty the grounds and rinse it out and reset it for the next day. That was my first habit. It was super simple. It was not, I wasn't calling it a habit. I was just knew it was something that was driving me crazy every day and would impact every day. So moving forward, once I established that, I knew I wanted to do something different and start adding something else in. That next thing for me was what I didn't realize turned out to be a morning routine. I knew that I wanted to practice gratitude. I knew that I wanted to keep a planner. And the reason for the whole planner, just so you know, is because I used to be a planner person. I love writing, you know, all the things down. I'm a paper planner kind of girl. But somewhere along the way, I would get super excited about planners. I would spend January filling out all the things and color coordinating and using stickers and making it super cute. And then February would come and I'd do a little less and March would be less. And then before you know it, I forgot about this whole planner habit until it came time for next January and I would buy my new planner and I would decide to do the whole thing all over again. Is this something that you've done before? Because I feel like so many of us have fallen victim to to this, like doing this strategy of new and exciting, and then you kind of trail off and then you forget about it until next year when you try again. And I get it. But my goal for habit number two was to practice gratitude. And I wanted to keep my planner for entire for an entire year. That was my commitment was I was going to do this. And I was going to stick with it for the whole year. 
with gratitude, I wanted to tie that into my planner as well. I wanted every day to write down, um, I think it was five things that I was grateful for, for that specific day. Not only did it act as a gratitude practice for me where I was starting to pay attention to things that were special and relevant and important. Um, I I was training my brain to look for those things daily because I knew I was going to have to write them down. But I was also using this as almost like a scrapbook. Because for example, if I was looking at, you know, the the 12th of October, I don't know, I'm making up a random day. um, I may have written down something about the way that I loved seeing my boys playing in the corn, um, what is that thing called? The corn, um, it's at the pumpkin patch, the corn bed, the corn, I don't know, (laughs) the corn crib. Is that it? The corn crib. Yeah. At the pumpkin patch where they've got all the dried corn and they get to play in it. And it's, yeah, it's dangerous because they'll like throw it at each other and get in trouble. Anyway, I think it's the corn crib, but My boys loved that and it brought me so much joy to see them playing in that. And so I know, I know that if I go back somewhere, I can see that written down. But in doing so and looking for those specific things, it also reminded me of exactly what we did that day. The things that happened, the the things that my kids said when they said something special to me, I'd write that down as my gratitude. But I also knew exactly when and how old my kids were when they said those things to me. So Like I said, it acted for me not only as practicing gratitude, but also as a scrapbook. So that was really cool. Anyway, fast forward. That was my, my whole habit was to do that. And I did. I stuck with it. And I'm really proud of that. Um, Five years later, five and a half years later, I can say that I am still living in my planner. I still write down gratitude. Um, With that being said, at the time, that was the only part of my of my morning routine was my coffee and my planner. That was it. That was my morning routine. And it was simple and it worked. And I did it every day. Now, fast forward, like I said, to almost six years later. And my morning routine looks a lot different. My kids are bigger. So I have a little bit more flexibility. They have also grown up with me having a morning routine with me sitting down every day at my desk to write these things down, they know, they have the expectation that when they get up in the morning, if it is super early, they know it's mama's time. Mama has her morning time and it is their responsibility to either go and get something that they can write on or draw on or read and sit with me while I do my morning stuff, as they call it, Or they need to go play quietly in their room and entertain themselves because it's not my job to entertain them at that hour. That's mama's time and they know it. And so I love the fact that that they just have that expectation because it's what we've always done. But like I said, now my morning routine is a bit more structured. There's there's more that happens. So I'm going to walk you through that really quickly. And then I'm going to tell you the things that I think are really helpful if you're trying to design your own morning routine. So my routine looks something like this. I wake up, I immediately get out of bed and make my side of the bed. (laughs) Now, I remember a few weeks ago, someone was like, oh my goodness, I can't believe that this lady only makes her half of the bed. And I was like, um, I do that. But 
it's because my husband's still asleep in the other half most of the time when I get up. So I just make my half of the bed up, which is really easy. Um, and then I also, after that, do something called sky before screens. And I think that is super important. I wish I could give credit to the lady I heard it from first because she talked about the importance of that. And um, if you know who that is, feel free to send me a message and I will try to correct that. But um, Sky Before Screens has been super helpful because when I wake up in the morning, I don't always feel nice and awake. Usually I do. I'm a pretty much a morning person, but sometimes I don't. So I walk outside and I stand on the back deck and I do some just simple stretching. I listen to the sounds around me whether it's the birds or the breeze or <laughs> our neighbor's rooster, which sounds so stereotypical Alabama, but truthfully, we're not really out in the country. Our neighbor just so happens to have chickens and a rooster. But it makes me happy every morning to be greeted by him. Um, and then I sometimes will do some some stretches, sometimes some exercises, just really taking some time to be intentional and to be present and to start my day without being consumed by my phone because it's really easy to get up and just scroll and scroll and scroll and half the morning be gone and then you'd be trying to run around making up for the lost time and it to be chaos and so this just helps kind of get me started on the right foot okay then I have my coffee I have a bit more freedom with my time, so I make a latte in the morning, which is great, and I feel bougie and fancy, and I'm very grateful for that. And then I sit down and have my gratitude time and write in my planner. So that's it. That's my morning routine now. And you're like, great, that sounds all well and good, but what the heck should I do if I want to start my own morning routine? Well, I am so glad you asked because that's what we're going to talk about next. Um, I did want to tell you if you are local or if you follow me on Instagram, um, if you don't, by the way, you should, you can find me at underscore Shannon Carruthers underscore, or you can also obviously follow the podcast. You should at Successful Mama Podcast. And if you're local or if you follow along there, you may have seen the fact that I have had the opportunity to be able to go on a show that we have here that is called Tennessee Valley Living. It is on channel 48. And shout out to them. They're amazing there. And anyway, I get to go on and talk about things that are relevant to moms. And I have really loved it so far. But yesterday, when this podcast airs, it's going to be yesterday, um, I got the opportunity to go on and talk about five things that you can do to help create your own morning routine. So I thought, what a better way to than to tie those two episodes together, the TV show, along with the podcast, and just dive a little deeper here. So if you want to watch that, you can head over to my Instagram. I will tag that there as soon as it is up and ready for replay, and you can watch that. But I wanted to tell you really quickly the five tips that I shared. I'm just not going to go into detail as much here. Number one was keep in mind the season of life you're in and who you are. Number two was prioritizing self-care and keeping things simple. Number three was, um, this is kind of funny because we actually skipped this one on accident, but get your kids involved. So I will talk about this one a little bit more in just a second. Uh, number four was start the night before. And number five is give yourself grace and all the flexibility because we all need it. So 
with those in mind, let's dive a little deeper. Again, if you want to hear the full interview, head over to my Instagram. I will tag that there where you can go back and watch the full interview and get the details on those. But otherwise, we're just going to dive a little bit deeper. And I promise you'll get some good stuff out of this, whether you've listened to it or not. Okay. Number one is we want to think about when we're designing our own morning routine is what fills you like what gives you a little bit of a boost? What if you did it, even for like five minutes, super short and sweet, would bring you some kind of joy. Now, for me, when I was thinking about this, it was practicing gratitude, right? But for you, it may be something like I don't know, deep breathing, or maybe it's prayer, maybe it's reading for a few minutes, or just drinking that coffee in silence. That is a good one. Um, Light a candle. I don't know what's something that if you just did it short and sweet in the mornings, it might help you feel a little better starting your day off. Um, Another good one is just like affirmations. I think that that is the place where you need to start when you're designing your morning routine. Now, If you don't hear anything else this podcast, I want you to hear this. Whatever you do, I want you to keep your routine so simple. So simple. The reason for this is because we're trying to build the habit. We're trying to create something that is sustainable. And so the more simple you make it, the easier it's going to be to do on the hard mornings, the mornings when you didn't get any sleep because the baby kept you up all night or because your kid got up throwing up sick in the middle of the night. Like we have so many nights where we just don't get enough rest. Maybe you were doom scrolling the night before. No judgment there. I know it happens sometimes. Whatever the reason that you're not waking up rested in the morning, we want your morning routine to be something that is easy, that doesn't require a lot of thought and that you can do even on your hardest days. So keep it really simple. We're focusing on building the habit now. And then once you have a habit in place and you have that consistently where you're doing it every day, then you can go back and add to it and make it more structured and make it however you think it needs to be. But for now, keep it simple. Okay, and another thing I want you to keep in mind is the fact that it can change as you go along and grow in different seasons with your life and with your kiddos. Just like mine is much more complicated now and a little more lengthy than it used to be. Um, It's a different season of life that I'm in. And so keeping in mind that whatever you're choosing now, it's not like it's permanent. It's not like it has to stay exactly the same. You can morph and you can change and you can you know, throw some things out. If it doesn't work, that's fine. I would encourage you, in fact, to commit to doing a trial period, especially if you don't have a morning routine right now. Choose one thing that you're going to try and commit to a period of time. I would say like three weeks to a month, long enough to where you can try it out for a bit and see how you feel at the end of that month. If it doesn't work and if you don't like it, toss it out and try something different. But just give yourself the ability, the flexibility to try some things, collect some data, see how you feel, and then change it up if it doesn't work. It's okay. You don't have to have it all figured out. Don't overcomplicate it. I promise simple is better. Okay. So with the kiddos, let's talk about this because again, we accidentally skipped it on TVL. So let's talk real quick. When it comes to getting kids out the door in the morning, sometimes things can be a bit chaotic. 
whether you're having temper tantrums, whether they're getting frustrated with the amount of time that's left, um, or they want to watch TV, or it, it doesn't matter. Like kids, maybe they're fighting with you about what color shirt to wear. Like mornings can be difficult. And I don't care if you have toddlers or if you have teenagers, there are sometimes rough mornings. Now, I don't have teens yet, so I can't really give much help in that department. But as far as my kiddos go and younger, I know that one of the things that I have seen that has been most helpful is been letting them help design their routine. If I tell my kids, hey, you need to get up and you need to do this and you need to do that, there's going to be some resistance there. But if I give them the option and say, okay, listen, I need to come up with a morning routine for you guys and I could really use your help. What are the things that you need to do in the mornings? Oh, okay, cool. Great. Yeah, that's a great idea. You definitely need to get your clothes on. You definitely need to brush your teeth. You definitely need to eat breakfast. Like those are all good things. What about this? And, and so we're going through, we're making a list. And then the cool thing about this is they are having ownership over their own day. This often helps them to get excited. This helps them to be more willing to participate because they're the ones who designed it. They decided this was important for their morning. And so if they're the ones who chose it, they're going to be more willing to actively do the thing. Okay, and a quick reminder before we wrap this up is that you need to give yourself grace because it never, ever, ever is going to go exactly like you want it to. Whether you design that perfect morning routine for yourself or your kids or you think you've got it all figured out, like we all have the bad days, we all have the rough times, just give yourself grace, mama. Hang in there and try again tomorrow. I want to tell you, if you will start practicing with a morning routine, it can be life-changing. Now, again, you may have to go through some trial periods. You may have to find what works for you, but don't limit yourself to the things that everyone says you should do. Think about who you are and what you need and what season of life you're in and design an intentional routine that works for you. I know that when I think of my mornings, I love going back to the phrase that is, win the morning, win the day. I cannot tell you how many times I have written this out for myself because I love seeing it and I love the reminder that the morning kind of gets the day started and it sets the trajectory for the rest of the day. If I have a super lazy morning, the rest of my day, it's hard to get going. It's difficult to get things moving in the direction that I want them to be. But if I get up and I get going and I start my day off right, chances are the rest of the day is going to go pretty smoothly as well. So I remind myself that often, the days especially when I don't want to do it, win the morning, win the day. All right, Mama, with that, I'm going to leave you. Thank you so much for listening. By the way, I would love to know where you're listening from. If you would take a quick screenshot of you, whether you're in your office or in your car or in your playroom or on your couch drinking your coffee, take a screenshot of where you are and tag me at Successful Mama Podcast. I think it would be really cool just to see where you're listening from. With that, I hope you have a great week and we'll tune in next week for the next episode of the Successful Mama podcast. Thanks for tuning in. 
I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Successful Mama Podcast. For more information, head on over to SuccessfulMamaPodcast.com where you can find show notes and all the links mentioned in today's episode. Tap that share button and remember to tag at Successful Mama Podcast. And make sure to go leave a review. It really does help. A special thanks to Will Carruthers. Until next time, remember, Mama, success looks more than one way, and it's up to you to define it.